0: Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome back to the Ben Griffin Podcast. Today, I got my guest, Isaiah. Yep. Thanks Uh, for having me on. Yeah. How you doing, bud? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Pitter patter. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get at her. And I got Hope joining me today. Hi. Very excited to have you. Thanks for stopping by.
2: Yeah, no problem. Yeah.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Very considerate of you guys to stop by. Today, we're doing a little different format, um, just to kind of give everyone a heads up. This is a free-flowing format, so it's a little more discussion-based. Hence why I wanted you guys to come on and help me with the intro. We're going to try some new stuff today. We're talking about some ghost stories after Halloween. I know it's not exactly the timing is a little afterward, but still I want to hit it. I thought it'd be fun to talk about again, especially because we share so many of these conversations at the lunch table. So we'll try that out. We're also going to talk a little bit about Isaiah's farm stories, which (laughs) I'm really excited about (laughs) because I don't think I've laughed nor cried harder. Than when you bring out these stories And I know there's going to be more Because I want you to explain some stuff to me And then finally Hope I want to get your opinion On a dog What was the name again? Bentley The working Cocker (laughs) The working Cocker Spaniel (laughs) Who apparently is making waves in Ireland right now So we'll get to that too But I'm just happy you guys are here to join me. We're going to have a little bit of a rougher podcast, so stay with me. But I'm really excited to try this new thing with you guys. I'm so happy you're here with me. But thank you to all of you who are listening to this right now. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate yours and enjoy the podcast. Isaiah, welcome back. Well, thank you, sir. Hope, welcome first timer. Thank you. We won't scare you that much right (laughs) away. I will say this, though. Isaiah walks into the room and the first thing he recognizes is the Dick of the Month trophy. And I think that unsettled you quite a bit.
2: A little bit, yeah.
1: It's my favorite trophy. (laughs) It's badass. You can't not like it. It looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) I never thought of that until you said that. That was the first thing I noticed. <laughs> uh, but for um, listeners, I have a trophy because I'm an RA. I RA a bunch of hockey players, great guys. But in order to kind of keep like um, everybody honest and know that everyone's kind of on top of each other and we're watching as creepy as that sounds. But to keep everyone polite, we have a dick of the month award that goes out every month to somebody who's playing like their music too loud or um, just causing a ruckus on the floor that can't isn't write up worthy but at the same time is just kind of inconsiderate of others and it's been kind of funny to see how people react <laughs> who knows we may extend it to the group oh man that'd, that'd be, be real... great you think so i would so? love that yeah. <laughs> i feel yeah. like people would get so competitive oh because yeah. we turn negatives into positives here yeah that's really oh, yeah, we do amongst us but i guess the quick introduction i can do of you two is isaiah's already been on mm-hmm. hope is our friend from the lunch table. We always meet together Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I kind of keep up with you regularly. And the reason this podcast was started, because you brought up the idea of ghost stories around Halloween, and I know Halloween's a little bit past, but it's never too late for a good story. I love this kind of stuff because there's no explanation to it. But first, have you guys ever had, like, do you have favorite stories that you want to jump off right away, or do you do you have any thoughts or opinions?
2: Uh... I don't know. I'm my favorite, I'm a little biased. My favorite is probably the one that happened to me. But, um, yeah, I do have a couple.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, first, I feel like I need to have Hope tell me a little <laughs> bit about herself because I feel like you're you're new to this. Might as well tell the listeners who you are. Okay. What's your major? What are you hoping to do with it?
2: Um, well, my major is psychology, and I'm currently hoping to go into speech pathology with that but we'll see i mean i still have two years yeah no idea what's gonna happen in the two years so
1: what is that i can't um, i don't even want yeah. to to say <laughs> yeah. what
2: you just um, said speech pathology is pretty much working with people who like maybe um, had like a traumatic brain injury where they can't talk well okay. anymore and so i'd like work with them and like do therapy with them to like talk again that kind of stuff
1: really Mm -hmm. okay i had no idea that was a thing
2: yeah it's really interesting it'd be fun
1: have you quick question have you ever heard of the foreign accent syndrome
2: where people
1: get conked in the head so hard they wake up with a different (gasps) accent i
2: have Uh uh-huh
1: i oh i binge those videos (laughs) (laughs) more than i need to like is that is that through psychology or is that something else or what? What's I going honestly on there?
2: have no idea. Oh. I've only heard of it through like Grey's Anatomy or some hospital show. Oh God,
1: Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah is shaking his head Cringe. at me. Cringe. Cringe. Yeah. I
2: love Grey's.
1: Yeah. Did I ever tell you I met um, one of the cast members there?
2: Who? Who um, did you meet? I think his name's George. No. Yeah. I, I met love him. George.
1: Yeah, I was in a play. And I was backstage, and his nephew or nephew or niece nephew I think was one of the characters in the play so I was backstage waiting for my time to go on and he wandered back there and he I was one it was Wizard of Oz Oh, I was scarecrow so he's like he just came over he shook my hand I had no idea who he was until later on Instagram one of my friends posted a picture with him and I was like do you know who this guy is and I showed my sister she was like oh yeah that's George it's George O'Malley yeah
2: George O'Malley
1: yeah yeah I met him once Oh, and then he that's did, crazy. He did a bunch of work at the Guthrie. Yeah. So oh, that was
2: kind of insane. Yeah. I love him. <laughs>
1: Spoiler alert, but isn't he the guy that died? Don't yet? they all die?
2: No, no, he got hit by a bus. It was really, really sad. I oh, cried. Yeah. I cried yeah. a I lot. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: when my sister's mad at me, she'll spring that up. She's like, well, you know what? George got hit by a bus. I'm like, thank you for that. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Grey's anatomy has like the weirdest deaths in it too there's like a, i think there's a plane crash it's yeah. a show about doctors there's a plane crash there's yeah. a plane crash yeah there's like every possible like loophole the writers found <laughs> to kill off somebody they did mm-hmm. and usually it was like right at the end of contracts
2: yeah Yep. <laughs> so pretty now, much
1: so funny to me
2: it's a sad show though yeah
1: well i've only seen a couple episodes of it i like vicariously listen to it through my sister, yeah, who was so into it forever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the funny thing is, my sister, God love her, but she doesn't do any. We grew up on a farm, so she doesn't do any of like the farm stuff, like yeah. butchering chickens. She can watch that show all day. I cannot because of the surgery scenes. I can't do the surgeries in that, like okay. the the fake blood and the. Org- I, don't, I don't. know. That's understandable. It is kind of gross at times. I get yeah. how you can become like dulled to it, but a little bit. Yeah. Well you You probably I'm looking <laughs> at Isaiah. I'm just like you 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 over there You probably are Dulled to organs too Cause you grew up On a farm
3: Not like Not like the human stuff Not like, the human like stuff Like in, either. in gray's Anatomy Like if it's If it's human surgery Or like human broken bones
1: <laughs> Broken no. bones Yeah when they redo that's, Broken bones those are nasty <laughs> That is really fucked up Oh god oh. No, but I've been watching this show lately. I think I told you both called Travels with My Father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack Whitehall. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I've never laughed harder at a TV show <laughs> in my entire life. I can't wait for you guys to see it and come on and review it with me because I don't know. They were. <laughs> I don't even know how this goes in. It was just like TV shows. I just watched it before you guys came. So I'm still like thinking over some of the stuff that happened. So Where I won't say anything. Where is it on? It's on Netflix. I want to start watching that.
0: You will. You oh, yeah. will laugh
1: yeah. so hard. I cried. <laughs> I was dying so hard. And you know how I am when I get laughing. I don't, like, stop Yeah. at the lunch table. It was like that, but multiplied.
0: It was just yes. so
1: funny all the way through. So I hope you guys watch it. It was pretty good. But speaking of TV shows and stories, did you guys... We're just passing Halloween. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that's been happening, I know me and Hope have been studying this, is the reaction of ghost stories on people mm-hmm. and how, how much that draws people together and how strange that is. And it seems like a weird jump point because it is. But I just really thought it was kind of fun to talk to you guys about some of the stories that you brought up. Um, you were bringing up some of the haunted places around this location. Hope had some good stories. I've got stories i don't know if they're any good but <laughs> i thought we'd just kind of start and just see where we get because it was really fascinating to me to talk about this stuff and especially how weird things can just be with people and how they have these strange situations and i love that both of you are psych majors too because yeah. now i'm really gonna feel weird when you're like maybe they were just hallucinating <laughs> you,
0: or maybe not <laughs> you know
1: but no um i i just say we get the ball rolling Hope, do you want to take center stage right away?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I think I'll probably start with my personal ghost story. Please. Just because that's this my so favorite. This cool. just so cool. I
1: feel bad. I usually tell you to save it for the podcast, but I didn't want to be an ass and yell <laughs> at you at the table.
2: <laughs> yeah. Save no. it for the <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm like not a believer in ghosts or like to try not to be because I feel like once you believe in it, it's real. Yeah. And you'll like see it if it's real. But, um, yeah, this happened to me, like, a long time ago. Like, I was, like, 10 or 11, and me and my younger sister used to share a room, and we had bunk beds. And she was at the age where she didn't really sleep in there every night, and, um, it was, like, one night, it was super late, and I was tired, and I was trying to go to bed, and I heard someone whisper my name, and I was like, what the heck, Faith be quiet. Shut up. I'm trying to go to bed. What are you doing? And so I just like told her like, Hey, be quiet. I'm trying to sleep. And I heard my name again. And so I like whip out of my bed. Right. And I'm on the top bunk. I swing my head over and I say, what do you want? And she's not laying in her bed. And I'm like, this is not good. (laughs) And so I was like, I swear I heard my name. Like I can still hear it. And so I run out. Of my room into my parents room and sure enough there's my sister on the floor and i'm like someone was just trying to talk to me and it was not my sister <laughs>
0: Jeez.
1: Uh, these are like the reasons i love these stories is because you're like you want to just be like oh fiction on your imagination or yeah. something like that and you're just like but there's something just off about just sitting in your room do you have like anything in your house or anything like that that you're like suspected of or-
2: not a, not at all nope it's so weird
1: is it an old house
2: no we built it
1: oh that's weird yeah that's really weird actually it's so creepy those good old indian burial grounds look
2: (laughs) okay but we do have we have this old chest that came on a ship with my ancestors and so i'm wondering it has like a creepy painting of some lady on the inside and it scares the crap out of me
1: was the voice that said your name, was it like a female's voice?
2: Yeah, because that's why I that's thought it was my sister. That's,
1: you and I should start a ghost hunting Dude. show. Dude, that was my shit when I was growing up. Hell Did yeah. you watch those girl?
3: Oh,
2: up? yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It's so good. We'd be so good at it, too. We would be really good at it. Here, pull that thing up on you a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: This is when I wish I had live stream. This is when... <laughs> It is weird before you guys came because we were in a communication class together and we talked about the impact of stories on other people, especially ghost stories, which was what I thought was so fitting about having this now. And I followed up. I was like, well, that's kind of interesting, you know, how people react to that in a certain way. And I went down the rabbit hole and, you know, you point at me and you're like, that's the thing. That's the chest that you can probably say is the cause of the haunting. That's so common. Like, to a lot of people's stories is that there's an object or a place of such emotional connection that even when somebody passes, there's almost like there's an energy around that. And it's so strange to even think of, because I'm usually a scientific person. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but at the same time, there's just some stories that you're just like, what the hell is going on here? But it is odd how much it's an object and how much it's a random object, like a chest or a plate or a table. It can be something so goofy as just a life uh, altering event happened around this room or this chest. So that's kind of creepy when you think about it, just like, Oh yeah, there's like this German chest with this old woman inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> and now Aunt Helga is coming back to haunt me in the middle of the night, just con, you know, mm-hmm. faith. But I can't remember. Did you have a second one too?
2: Yeah. It actually happened to my brother. Um, it was like, you, you don't say anything about my brother. I swear, Isaiah, <laughs> I say I see the look in your eyes. No words about my brother.
3: <laughs> he, is, um, he is so nice.
2: Okay. He is yep.
1: such a nice guy.
2: All right. Well, anywho, when my brother.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that he one. Is. Oh, my God. I'm. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That was too good. I I'm sorry.
1: You. Isaiah was just, like, looking straight at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to break the eye contact. But sorry.
0: Continue You're home. good.
2: You're good. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, when my brother was, like, really little, like, three or four, I want to say, um, my parents took him to a cemetery for, like, Veterans Day or something like that. I don't know. They were visiting my mom's relative's graves and my brother was running around as three or four year olds do and my mom kind of like looks over at him and she's like "Cole, what are you doing and he goes i'm playing with the little girl and she's like okay what the heck like whatever and so she like walks towards him and he's playing by this grave and she looks at the grave and it's a grave of like a little girl and my brother was at the point where he cannot read at all And he was just, like, standing on this grave playing with the little girl. Yeah.
1: No, thanks. (laughs) I would have (laughs) left. I (laughs) would have picked that kid up like the Lion King and marched out of that grave, right?
2: And my mom is, like, a firm believer in, like, they're not ghosts. They're spirits, you know? So, like, she was definitely afraid at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Is your mom, like, there's angel stories in your family?
2: definitely because that's yeah. one that's
1: in my family a lot of
2: yeah mm-hmm. like I have a birthmark or I, I don't anymore because I grew up but when I was <laughs> little <laughs> when I was little I had a heart-shaped birthmark on my knee okay and my mom used to tell me oh that's your angel kiss I saw an angel kiss you when you were a baby I'm like okay that's kind of <laughs> creepy <laughs> but yeah oh my
1: god I have uh I think it was my great-grandmother Elizabeth maybe I can't remember somebody in my family fell down a flight of stairs at a very advanced age I think it was my grandma Elizabeth and she fell down and she wasn't able to get herself back up and it actually knocked her out and her son wasn't able to come home had no idea she had fallen but when he gets back home he finds her all the way upstairs in the at ad- or in the like top level with the light on, book in and she's like that nice man came in helped me back up the stairs i walked back up she put me down brought the book in (laughs) i gotta get like those those stories always freak me out too are the angel stories yeah and they're usually they never see a person it's usually like a piece of like white cloth Mm -hmm. or it's bright white light or something like that and you always see it kind of fading away Mm -hmm. like something's retracting now that you're up But those stories also fascinate me about people like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I kind of have a little story like that, but it's more of like an emotional story. Yeah. And it was like, um, I was really close to my piano teacher. And she was like my neighbor for like seven or eight years. And um, after she died, I kind of was like going through a hard time with just like school and stuff. And um, I was in mass with my family. And the sun, like, shined. I don't know if that's a correct grammar, but shined through the, like, window. And I was, like, I kind of, like, felt her. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, this is so weird. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely weird when you feel that and experience it.
1: Oh, man. Well, you got any, Isaiah, that you can think of off the top of your head? Or are you just... Well... I mean, <laughs> the, the spirit of all them cats <laughs> hey man
3: we'll get to that
1: later God, man, <laughs> that's gonna be such a fun one
3: to talk about I'm so excited for this part um, but the only ones my brother thinks he saw a ghost my brother thinks he saw a ghost and he I think it's a dream yeah. I, that one I don't believe in But
1: there's a lot of them that you kind of like You're
3: like, I'm either in or I'm out. Mm -hmm. Because he said that he was laying in his bed and he seen like a like Civil War soldier standing at the bottom of his bed. I don't know if that's true, but he says he did. And so I was like, okay. but you can you can think that. But I don't know if that was true. But there was something with like my dad or something. I don't even remember, really. But one of my like great aunts or something was dying or something like that. And that was before my dad was born. And she was like, oh, here's here's little Paul. Like, hey. And then they're like, what? And then later on, my dad was born. I think they already knew his name was Paul. Like they were going to name my dad Paul already. Mm -hmm. But she was just like, like seeing him, I guess, before she passed away. I don't really know. That could be wrong for the story, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um the only thing that's ever possibly big air quotes that's happened to me would be one time I was in the HA or HCC at St. Ben's working um oh, for St. Ben's security.
1: This is interesting. I kind of remember you said yeah, something like this. And
3: we were in O'Con's and then we heard like a loud banging noise like pans falling over or something and so we're like okay, we got to go figure out what that is. So we walked in the kitchen and there was nothing like no pants, no, no broom, no like cutting board knife thing, whatever. Nothing was on the floor. Nothing was like out of place or anything. And so we kind of just like walked around, like looked in all the rooms and stuff. And there's nobody there in like, even downstairs, like we checked the entire place and we couldn't find anybody like nothing had fallen over nothing. So don't know what that was, but I don't know. I don't know if it was really something, but it could have been.
1: But I guess yeah. you never know. No, it's always. Uh, I just that one weirds me out too because, on top of that being just right around Halloween, and mm-hmm. on top of you being like at the pinnacle of being like, yeah, the spook factors up. We also had a case on campus where we had a homeless man move in, mm-hmm. to one of the local yards. I don't know. I was told he was living by Clements, but. At the same time, I'm like, was it him? <laughs>
0: no. Or was no, it Rick. actually a ghost? Was yes. it old Roger,
3: the
1: homeless guy, just jumping in and out of
3: windows? This thing in the HCC was like, like during the summer.
1: Oh, oh, really? Yeah. It was that long yeah, ago. That was a long time ago. Oh, I thought this was like last Mm-mm.
3: couple weeks ago. No, nope, that wasn't. That was during the summer. But the
1: the other thing was like real close. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I, did I show you my uh, shadow person video? I, th- mm, I Probably bet you not. maybe, I, I don't know. I, well, maybe, maybe you saw it last year with me, but I, I showed Hope the video yeah. that was sent to me by a woman at a restaurant. She works at this restaurant and she was either, there's this office in the back of this restaurant and her dogs were just going absolutely crazy. It's earlier in the morning. She's there alone. And she's like, oh, well, the dogs must be just excited to see me. So she pulls out her phone, and she starts recording. And as she records, she doesn't know what she caught. And about a week later, she's going through her phone, and you can see that both dogs running at her. Mm -hmm. And in the back of the door frame, there's a shadowy figure that moves from right to left and disappears halfway through the door.
2: That's terrifying.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. I just there's something crazy about that open-endedness of it yeah. all you know I, it's hard to explain like, But
3: you you really like a good ghost story because you're like oh it could be yeah like, there's always that unknown but at the same time you're like i don't know if
1: that's real or not but then what if it is like yeah i don't no. know I, who was it? Was it Alex I was talking to about the gangsters down in Chicago and how all, there's all these old haunted like streetways mm. like by alleys or where theaters were torn down because they were mass execution spots by gangsters. Yeah. And that's it's not uncommon to find different places around the world where there's just such traumatic energy around it that there's residual you know, hauntings. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I'm not into paranormal the way I was as a kid. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't. I'm kind of like you guys. I don't want to like believe it, because mm-hmm. to me it's it's a weird way to think about death as getting stuck. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you're haunting someplace? Like, say you're haunting the house you're living in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be be a terrible way to it go. Would. I think <laughs> I think that would be horrible. But at the same time, there's places like the HH Home House you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like. Well, why don't you explain that one? Because that one was really interesting. Was that the one in London? Yeah, I think so.
3: I'm pretty sure it's in London. I'm not entirely sure where it is because he came over to America for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's in London. Uh, but this guy, H.H. H. Holmes, like, basically was a serial killer. He was a doctor, I'm pretty sure. And he hired a bunch of different um, like, building manufacturers. I guess. Yeah. Um to build this house, but he had them only build like part of it. So they would have them build like a section and then he would basically be like, "All right, you're done." And then he would hire a different one and then have them build a different part. So nobody actually knew the house except him. And basically he turned it into like a murder factory. Uh, so like he would take oh, people bro. he would take people into this mansion and then just kind of like let him go or something like that and then he would just play his mind games with them until he found them and then he would murder them and then dispose of their bodies in his basement
1: yeah and you and I looked at the layout of the house there's like hidden staircases Mm -hmm. there's rooms that lead to nowhere Mm -hmm. there was like identical rooms so when you ran in one you thought you were back in the one you started yeah so you would double loop you'd loop back and then he had a hidden basement that he would use to like cremate everything Mm -hmm i mean just the lengths to yeah. go to that that's insane like that's somebody the would do that the movies i no kidding and
3: he was that's just what he wanted to do like he wanted to do that
1: oh, man you know who knows a ton about um like insane serial killers is dan because oh, he yeah. studied them for a yeah. long time because of profiling Mm-hmm. but it is crazy where the human mind can go and especially the lengths they're willing to go to, to kind of satisfy oh, yeah. that creepy need to like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that. They, I read a, a short story one time. It was called like,
3: Oh God, the most dangerous game.
1: Okay. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. I don't
3: know what it's, it's about. Basically though. like these people invite other people to their private Island and then basically hunt them. So they like release oh. them out into the Island and they're supposed to hide while these people get ready for the hunt, and they come out and hunt these people Ooh. because people are the most dangerous game. That's the whole premise. Okay, yeah, and like, like the things people will go to to like fulfill that adrenaline rush, especially if you have like a sick mind. I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, jeez, insane. <laughs>
2: I mean, Criminal Minds would say.
1: Don't even.
3: Start
2: <laughs> on Minds.
1: I've been up so long to that show because Dan would stand like two feet it. from oh the TV. Oh my
2: God. I love the show. Oh but like, God. I don't know. What I learned from Criminal Minds is like. <laughs> <laughs> which maybe not. It might not be the most reliable source, but still, <laughs> it's a source. <laughs> um. Is that, they do do
1: their homework on that show. I've heard. Yeah, like Dan yeah. usually was like, "Yeah, they're pretty good about most stuff." Yeah. they will like pull a couple punches here and there for mm-hmm. story purposes.
2: But and some of them are actually like true stories. Like I did a. Oh really? Yeah, I did a presentation on it in high school. Oh. It was insane. Yeah, but like a lot of times, what I learned from the show, at least, a lot of times the serial killers will do it for like sexual release mm-hmm. if they can't actually like perform.
1: That's a big one I've heard yeah. actually. That yeah. is big. It's kind of the the tie between sex and violence together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like well even not even performance it was like Ted Bundy that was just yeah. one of those like things he wanted to be involved exactly. in. I don't want to speak too much of Ted Bundy cuz he's a huge public figure. People know better than me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like another thing is
3: part of the reason why they get caught is cuz they want to they want they want the recognition. Like they, they want do. people exactly. to know yeah. that it was them that did it. Yeah,
2: they want to be famous. Yeah, Ugh. it's so weird. It's that so weird strange. to think about.
1: That is strange.
3: Like the whole psychology behind that is just weird to think it's about. Insane. Like that, it's just weird how you want people to know that
1: it was you that did this bad, horrible thing.
2: But it's like they're proud of it and they don't see it as horrible.
0: Yeah. That's the one that freaks me
1: out the most about the Zodiac killings. Yeah. In California about the letters being written to the post and to the police that I'm the Zodiac killer. The Zodiac's just like, I think it was a watch brand. Yeah. Ted Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I should send you the picture of um, it's Ted Cruz on a caterpillar. Oh it's no! Like you ever seen Elf on a Shelf? Here's the Zodiac Killer on a caterpillar.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> That's
3: actually pretty good. I'm
1: not gonna lie. No, but like the the determination to get recognition for mm-hmm. the atrocities that they committed. You know, I say they because we don't actually know who they were, mm-hmm. but. I mean, the letters were so creepy. The movie Zodiac, they recreated the actual scenes, like, put tea down to the clothes that the victims were wearing. So, like, to see the scenes and how it was all performed, there was a costume for the Zodiac killer. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about being so psychologically, like, involved in your crime that you have to have a costume. You're a real-life supervillain.
2: It's a performance. It is
1: a performance. uh, I mean...
3: Well, me me and Levi... Well, I mean, Levi watched most of it, but I I caught the last couple episodes. We watched um manhunt for the Unabomber. Oh, that, really? Like, like that docu series or whatever it's called. Um, and that was pretty cool too. Like just like like they portrayed how like why he did it. Like, and he, I don't know if you know a whole lot about. Him. No, I don't know. Um, basically, he just mailed bombs to people. Like he built homemade bombs. And then would mail them through the post system. Wow! Because he he didn't like technology, so basically he went crazy, a little crazy, and he didn't like technology because he thought we were blindly obeying technology. And so he he was a a math professor, and he had like an IQ of like one hundred sixty seven, so he was like Albert Einstein level genius, hmm. and was a professor at, of math mathemat- of mathematics at some college. And one day he was driving to work or someplace and he pulled up to a red light and stopped. And then he said that he realized that there was no other cars there and he could have went if he wanted to, but he stopped because the red light told him to. Uh... So like he just blindly obeyed what the technology told him. And that was kind of one of the, one of the turning points in his mind where he was just like, we need to go back to the time where there was no technology. And so he moved himself to the middle of Montana in the middle of the woods and the mountains in this tiny shack with no electricity or running water and built bombs and then mailed them to people or like mailed them to like technology places. So that way he could get people to, to listen to him and to stop using technology. And then he, he wrote like a manifesto, which is like 230 some paragraphs long written in the form of like a doctorate back in like the 19, whenever he graduated and he, sa- he sent a letter to the the news outlets and was like, if you don't publish my manifesto, I'm going to send bombs to people. And so they published it because he wanted people to read this manifesto about how bad technology is and how we need to get rid of it. Weird. Yeah,
1: it's, it's really weird Like why he did it. Well, and it's always the beautiful mind crazies. It's mm-hmm. the people with the in- extraordinary IQ, mm-hmm. something that we all dream of. That we all end up fearing. Yeah. The ones that are just so beyond brilliant that they overthink, or I don't know what term you want to call it, but they turn on society. And they're Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 I can correct this. I can fix this ship. And moving to Montana and building bombs is the direction they want to walk. Right. It's, I don't know, maybe I'm just an idiot not to see it (laughs) because I don't have that IQ. But at the same time...
3: Like his his ideas about like the technology and stuff they're not that far fetched actually. Like if you I I read some of the manifesto just because I was just the actions that he took right. Like the actions he took were not how you should go about that. But like the technology thing kind of makes sense. Like we do kind of severely depend on technology now. Like if the technology went away, there would not be a whole lot of. People who would know what to do with themselves. Yeah,
2: that's really true. Yeah, mm-hmm. or
3: like we we blindly obey it, like the the stoplights. I mean, granted, it's for our safety and stuff, but
1: we just kind of do it without second, without even thinking about it. It is funny though. I was thinking about something similar to that today about, but it was more related to social media because I'm a comp major, so I, mm. I think about social media every day. And how much that idea of. You stop because the stoplight tells you to, because technology tells you to. We act based on social media, what social media tells us to do. And you will put your life on hold if you are not abiding by what is going on online. At least a majority of people will. Yeah. If you're put on blast on Twitter, I know you guys don't have Twitter, but it's one of those like moments like you're reeling back. like You don't know what to do. You're typing. And you feel like you have to be key on every single word you say. There's like this discipline to it. It is crazy that technology can control us that way. Mm-hmm. That you have to completely flip your brain to think in just characters than other words. So yeah, I yeah no, that's one of those stories though about the Unabomber that I I'm I'm gonna have to watch that now because I'm fascinated by stuff like that. It was it was pretty cool. We had one right next to a Superior. We had a kid. Oh really? When I was up there, yeah, no, it didn't happen when I was there. But this was one of my favorite stories. Me and Eddie, my old roommate, found this out on a documentary that was being done. I think it was called the Forensic Files. It's also on Netflix. Oh, but we were just watching it for fun. Show. And then all of a sudden, it was like seven blocks away from where we were living. <laughs> <laughs> happened one of the longest open crime files ever. Like it was a cold case, and it got closed like after forty-two years. Really. But this kid, um, yeah, it was a grocery store. And my friend Paris knew exactly where that grocery store was. It was actually still open during a, till a certain point. And this kid, he was one of two. He was the oldest. Lived with his mom, who had divorced, and she started her own grocery store. It was this tiny little like mom and pop shop. Yeah. She only sold select thing, you know, group of items. And one night, he's supposed to cover the store, but instead of going to the store, he really wants to go to the the fairground just down the street. And really, he wants to go smoke with his buddies. Mm -hmm. I think it was was Coke. But his mom says no. They get into a verbal altercation. He kills her right there with a hammer.
2: Oh, goodness. Goes back to the
1: house, washes off the hammer, puts it back in the drawer, comes back, moves the body, I think a couple feet over to make it look like it was some sort of break-in. Busts the glass down in the door and then goes to the fair, gets his coke, does it with his buddies, comes back, calls the cops on the murder he did. The cops come, and he says, somebody, I guess, broke in, and he's planting shit. He's moving everything around like it was a robbery, and he's he's he just can't control his emotions. He's weeping on the phone. He doesn't know what to do. And the cops come. They're like, well, clearly it was a break-in. You know, There's no evidence that points directly to him. And like 30 years go by. Holy shit. And he finally admits it at around 2002. He comes out clean because he's a father now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh my God, what did I do? And so he admits. And now I think he's coming out of prison here pretty quick. He he wasn't going to be in for very long when I saw it. I got to look that case back up. I just remember talking to Eddie and Eddie was like, yeah, he's, he's going to be out here pretty quick. <laughs> he's like,
0: what? You it was like 2019, yeah.
1: 2020. It was like, yeah, he'll be out in like Holy three crap. years. <laughs> but it was some sort of case where when he came forward, but they were able to, after years and years and years, prove that it was him through the hammer and where the scratch marks on the hammer was from the beating, they were able to find old forensic oh. uh, information from the blood that was originally there that didn't come off originally.
2: Mm-hmm. So it That's like, insane. That's insane. That they can still find they that. That still it's still that. there.
1: Yeah. I got to pull that back up. That You just reminded me of that. That's insane to me. But I got to like scroll down to my list and see what <laughs> we were going to talk about. Because this is what happens when we get off topic. I just pulled Go you ahead. guys in. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's just talk for the night. See what happens. <laughs> and this is what ends up happening is you guys just kind of throw me for loops where... Usually, most of the time when I have a topic, there's an answer to it. There's some sort of answer at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one where I don't. So, it's going to come out so open-ended and loose end. I bet it will drive people nuts, but <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. It's only episode, what, eight? <laughs> Who knows? But I wanted to also talk about the Winchester House. Oh, yeah. Because you and I were talking about that, too. Mm-hmm. And nope. do you want to describe it first Sure. Why don't you, because you do a lot, you're a lot better Um, talking than me. Well, basically, well,
3: it's supposedly haunted, um, but this... It's by San Diego. Yeah, it's in in California. And the, I don't remember her name, Lady Winchester, I guess. she, She was the wife of the guy who owned the Winchester Corporation, like the gun Winchesters. Yeah. Like those ones. And they built this house. And then like all of the all of her family died basically or something like that or something bad happened where she was the only one left. And so basically she just had all these different like carpenters and like architects and whatever come in and build this mansion kind of like the HH Holmes house, but like worse. So there was no like, there was no like rhyme or reason. The HH Holmes had like, like he had a, a sadistic plan to it. Yeah. But this one didn't. Her entire idea of building this mansion was to make it so that way the ghosts couldn't find their way through the house to get to her. And so there's like dining rooms that you can't get to. There's like outdoor windows that look into other rooms. There's stairways that lead up to nothing and then just drop off. There's doors that are like on walls that only reach halfway to the floor from the ceiling. And there's like Rooms that you can't get to, you can't get to an attic, stairs that...
1: Uh, I took the virtual tour right after we talked about it, and there's like this one staircase that's, it's like a half step. It goes up about three feet, and then it just ends. It goes to wall, and then you just come back down. And then if you turn the corner, there's like a, you know, half walls? Mm -hmm. How they're supposed to come up. Usually they're around kitchens. There's one hanging from the ceiling, so you got to like duck under the half wall. And her idea was... I'm just going to rearrange this house as much as possible to confuse these ghosts so that they'll just bugger off. Yep. Mm -hmm. And and like
3: if you go to a tour, like you have to have a tour guide because if you don't, you will get lost in that house. Like there's been cases of people who stray away from the groups and they get lost in there for like hours. And then the people have to go back and find them wherever they are somewhere in this house. That's a sad
1: story to tell your like friends. <laughs> yeah, I went on this tour. <laughs> I couldn't get out of the kitchen. I didn't. I don't know I, what to do. I, yeah, somehow I made it into a room without doors or windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, that is crazy.
3: Yeah, it's uh, like I. Like, how do you get to that point?
0: Well,
1: can you imagine what it was like to be like her friend? And, you know, she's a really wealthy woman, so she knew probably a ton of people Mm. for that time.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, Miss Winchester, another renovation? Yeah. 36th one.
0: Yeah. Or or even, like,
1: the people building it. They got
3: to just be looking at her like, are are you serious right now? Like, do you really want me to build half a
1: wall yeah or you want a door that goes nowhere yeah why yeah all right if yes if you're paying for it why not yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> she'll shoot you yeah
2: you must have paid them well <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: really though yeah. really well it's a big house too mm-hmm. it's massive it's one of the biggest houses in california still mm-hmm. Jeez. it's insanely big so i don't doubt that people just go up there and get lost forever oh yeah but no that's insane And I don't know how much
3: longer she lived in the house or like if she actually did, but I just know she built it
1: to like trap them. The ghosts. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It's something to think about. It's just what drives people that way. It's Mm -hmm. like protesters, you know, it's those old sayings like who would jump in front of a car on the highway to protest rights? Well, a desperate person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who rearranges their house enough to hide from ghosts? It's like. There's something going on there. Yeah. You know, it can't just be a full psychotic. Well, maybe it could be a full psychotic breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) I take that back. But it's something. There's Mm -hmm. always something going on. And usually in these podcasts, I have a lot to like go back and forth with. But this is the first time I've ever had problems with. We honestly just don't know. Yeah. And that's what's just kind of fun to do is just kind of sit back for a second and be like, what in the world could actually be happening there? Mm -hmm. And you make up your own story. I'll make up mine. We'll find our way around that. But speaking of stories, can you tell me about Oscar? Oscar? Yes.
2: Oh, my grandma's chipmunk. Yes. <laughs> um I
1: know this is like a tone a change. change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a tone change, man. I'm getting a little lost over here with the whole paranormal, ghost, angel yeah. stories. But I wanted to I wanna talk about something a little happier and a little yeah. less creepy.
2: Okay. Well, my grandma is i want to say early 80s and um she has this chipmunk that lives in her backyard that she feeds and the only reason that she knows it's her chipmunk is because it has half a tail and she named it oscar and (laughs) so i'll just be like at her house and we'll see this chipmunk run by and she'll go oh there's Oscar. And she'll, like, so cool. go get her thing of bread and, like, go outside and, like, feed her chipmunk. Is I'm it, like, like, a big chipmunk now? No, it's just, like, a tiny little chipmunk. And I'm, like, oh. what the heck is going on? And it'll, like, run into a hosta. And she'll be, like, oh, no, he's scared. I'm, like, what is happening?
3: So she can't hold Oscar.
2: No. Well, she'll, like, oh. feed him. But she's obviously, she obviously okay. can't hold him. It's an animal. But, like, Man. yeah. It's insane.
1: Well. I want to just be honest, don't be fear. The, you know those people that are like one with nature? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. Steve Irwin? Why are yeah. those always crackheads? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, every time I go on like a social media platform, there's a video of some homeless guy with a pet squirrel on a leash. Like so, yeah. he caught that somehow. Mm-hmm. And I was just running around. All these people in foreign they got monkeys crawling all over them. And usually they're like doing something. They're smoking a hookah. <laughs> it's usually some yeah. guy on drugs that's like, I'm totally going to put a leash on that. Or it'd be like that guy on, on YouTube. You know who I'm talking about, Hope. He's got four teeth. You know, yeah. <laughs> that guy he's like, YouTube. This is my pet squirrel. This <laughs> is and my you're pet like squirrel. Yeah, it's King <laughs> Richard. He's like, okay, great. How'd you get that? I don't know. He just showed up. <laughs> hmm. You know you know who oh, I'm yeah. talking about. Oh yeah. There's plenty of guys like that. Or, I've seen a dude walk a cat down the street and that freaked me out.
2: Yeah, that sounds weird. That is
1: weird. No. Yeah.
2: Why would you walk a cat?
1: I don't know. I, Cam wanted it, I guess. Again, one with nature, probably
3: a also, Like, why does Oscar have half a tail? Yeah, why
2: does he? Have I half have a no tail? idea. She just met him, and he had half a tail. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: nature is brutal, Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's like it's like, or the other one with nature type is like that guy on YouTube, Coyote Peterson. Have you mm. ever seen him? No. Literally, he had this entire segment where he would just take all these different um like insects that sting you and then would get them to sting him so that way he could tell you Why? the pain.
1: This is crackhead land. Yeah. Why are they
3: doing this? <laughs> like he, he went all the way from like 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 an ant, I think, to like oh what the hell was it? I think it's a bullet ant maybe. The which is like the <laughs>
1: biggest I think like that's reeling like, back from this shit. Yeah. Right? Like, Christ, so like people
3: like pretty close to that is like a tarantula hawk, which
1: is basically it's like a wasp that when kills they start combining tarantulas. two different animals yeah. to talk about one insect. That's when I get nervous. When you call something a tarantula hawk, tarantula, spider, arachnid, hawk, bird, This is a really big fucking ant. We're going to call it these two things together. It's a wasp that kills tarantulas. Oh, my God. I think it eats
3: them, too. I'm not sure. I'll pull it up here in a sec. I don't know. It's just got a really painful sting. And there's like a whole scale. And he went through like every single one and then just put it on his arm until it stung him. And then... Told you what the sting felt like.
1: Wow. Yeah. I've got it right here. A tarantula hawk. It's a spider wasp that preys on tarantulas. Yeah. That is a big bug. Yeah, it's massive. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the screen down one minute. I don't want (laughs) to look at that thing any more than I have to. Oh. But it's also the same. Like, the only guy that I could watch... And this is going to sound cliche, but the only guy that I watched like pick up animals and I was comfortable with was Steve Irwin. Oh, oh my god! He was it was so much fun. <laughs> I watching. love him.
2: I love him. I'm sorry. The only
1: thing I couldn't do was the shorty shorts. But then yeah. again, <laughs> his son is starting to come back. His son is going to be just like him. His daughter's really like him too. Yeah, yeah she's isn't really her name nice. like Brandy? So. Yeah, Brandy, Brandy Irwin. And I
3: think I his think son is Robert. Bindi. Robert. It's Bindi. It's Bindi. 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 Thank yeah. you. Yes, Bindi. Yep.
1: Yeah, no. And what was his son's name? Robert. Robert.
3: Robert Irwin. And they look just like him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. And Robert did um, the the alligator feeding, just like Steve used to do. He
2: has a new show, I think. Yeah,
3: I think About so, About animals. It, it's like in the Australia Zoo or something like that. I
2: don't remember. I remember seeing an ad for it, though, yeah, and I was like, I need to watch this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's just like one of those. They're now like royalty. Yeah. You know, yep. They're one of these royal families we look at. And no matter what those kids do, people are going to pay attention to them, but in oh, the yeah. best way because Steve was such a great human being. He was just a wholesome guy. He was guy. In, he was like one tier below Mister Rogers, just like a guy who was generally interested in what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. and just wanted you to love it as much as him. Yeah. And you felt that wholesomeness watching it. And his kids exemplify that too. Oh, yeah. Which is one of those things that you're like, yeah, I kind of want to be—I want to watch what they're doing. Like they're good people. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good family. You can mm-hmm. sense that on them.
2: Definitely.
1: What if I say this and like Robert gets arrested tonight for a DUI? <laughs> <laughs> you know. People would be sure. like,
2: oh, it's not his fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we both knock on wood.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, goodness. Oh, my God. But speaking of um, one with animals, <laughs> a couple of days ago. I feel like I need to set this up before I turn it over to you, Isaiah. Yeah. Oh, and hope God. you're gonna help me grill him because we gotta oh, get gosh. down to the bottom of this. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we all sit at um the lunch table, hence kind of the more relaxed podcast we're having right now. Usually it's you no. Know, usually it depends on the guest, but I brought you guys in just to kind of see and pick your minds about stuff. And one of the big things I wanted to talk about is Isaiah's farm. Oh man. <laughs> And how when your dad says that your doggy went to a farm in the country, that's that's Isaiah's farm. <laughs> that's so not true. <laughs> it totally is.
2: I, I, it definitely is. It's it, gotta I, it, be. It, yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. I'll just I'll you know I'll just set this up right now. I want you to start and explain to the audience what is the life cycle of a cat. <laughs> On your farm. That is an unfair question. <laughs> <laughs> how far back should I walk here? <laughs> do I do I start... Do I describe what I've heard and then you debunk oh. it? How do you want me to talk about this? Go for it. Okay. How about I this? I'll tell you what I know. Hope will mm-hmm. help put me out. Yep. Let's start with the cat's hope. Oh,
2: wow. So what I hear yeah. is you're not a huge fan of Tomcat's. Which is understandable, Whoa. but you're you're the fan that like sits there and just waits for them to be in a position where you can whack them to death.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <And then> <laughs>
2: Whoa.
3: <laughs> so not true.
2: Am I, I wrong?
3: I enjoy the cats. The cats are good. Just when they start trying to eat the other baby kittens, then we have to get rid of them. Okay, so
1: violent cats. So you, yes. you have violent cats on the place.
3: Sometimes.
1: Sometimes. And are these actual strays or were they born on the phone? Nope, they were born and raised. <laughs> okay, well that leads us to our second point. How? What's the percentage? Like the gene pool. Like is it all inbred or are we talking like you know a high percentage? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
3: don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell you the
1: percentage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, from all I know. It's just like, in my little neighborhood, there's four of us. The like, little... there's four farms, and it just, like, circulates between us, oh, so God. I don't really know.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, the, the
3: ones we have now, two of them have three legs, one of them has no tail.
1: Wait, wait, wait like, were they
3: born with this? Yep. They were
2: <laughs> So he just has a stub, or there's just nothing there? No, there's just a stub. <laughs> there's just... There's a stub? Yeah. Oh, one my God. One
3: of them is stumpy. Oh,
0: stumpy? I
3: think one of them is stubby. <laughs> And I don't know what the other one is.
0: <laughs> oh I need god. to move this. <laughs>
3: it was like, I don't know what happened to these ones. This is the first time that's happened, so. Stubby. Something happened.
1: Oh my god. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, I can't look at you the same way. But can, uh, Hey, man. <laughs> so, Isaiah's farm has all these inbred cats. I guess generally <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened to this batch I don't know yeah, this batch, <laughs> hinting at the next that there has been many generations of cats to go through the farm in the country,
3: yeah, there's been a bunch.
1: Can we talk about some of these deaths because they're very questionable? <laughs> yeah, you say
2: you get rid of them, but explain what you mean by get rid of them.
1: <laughs> I feel like we already know.
0: <laughs> well. I feel
2: bad for laughing,
0: but it's just knowing
1: him and how big of a sweetheart he is on general. It's like, Christ, there's all these cats out there that are just in, like, these empty cats. Grave. We're trying to
3: eat and kill the baby kittens. Okay. And so we had to cleanse the palate, as you say. So me and my brother went out there and... Uh,
1: Nothing too graphic.
3: Please. Had dad go into the shed and chase them out. And then, bang, oh. got them as they ran away. And then, oh my yeah, God. So got five of them there.
1: That was good enough.
2: Did you enjoy that, Isaiah? Wow. Was it fun for you? <laughs>
0: Jesus. <I> mean,
1: <laughs> you're breaking them down like a psychiatrist. <laughs> you're just like, how do you feel, <laughs> you bastard? Yeah. It was
3: kind of like hunting, so it was kind of fun. Yeah.
2: But you don't get to like enjoy like eating it or like providing for something. You just kind of throw know them him in him. a grave. <laughs> it, oh, God. I don't need to picture that. <laughs> I didn't
3: eat the cats, okay? <laughs> we buried them in the pet cemetery in our woods. <laughs> along with the other There's a designated
2: spot. <laughs> There's a horror movie about that. I hope you know that. Oh, my that. God. Stephen These King. ones
3: stay in the ground as These far as I know. Stay... <laughs> so, it's fine.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> this is so grueling. This is grueling. Oh, get, well, Sorry. I'm not like, trying to compose myself because I know too much. And yeah. I just want to set up the basics. But the basics are funny to me. Uh, what happened to the favorite? <laughs> Which time? Which time? Let's walk through them. Well...
3: There was one that uh, with names, please. I don't remember this one's of name. It was so far, it was so long ago. It was a. It was my favorite, and it went through the, the old uh, haybine, and got turned into a bloody pancake.
0: Oh my god! Uh,
1: yeah, that was an unfortunate time.
2: I feel really bad for laughing, I but do I do can't
0: too. help um, it. Oh
1: my god! But I'm. I'm in. Oh, my cheeks hurt. One I'm minute. On just gonna move this away for a second
3: my other favorite oh, uh God. yeah he oh, he got licked by a cow and uh froze to a cinder block <laughs> wait what yeah that that happened to that one that one's name was cookie <laughs> cookie was uh, frozen to a cinder block
2: <laughs> does a cow have that much saliva
1: yes How it does go, patty cake patty cake cinder block I don't
3: know my guess is it got licked and then walked through the snow and stepped on the cinder block and then its foot got stuck and it just froze standing up right there that was a it looked like a statue from a ways away until you got close and you're like
0: there's cookie
3: we lost another one boys
0: (laughs) oh my god Oh, my other one, uh,
3: <laughs> midnight, uh, just got lost.
1: Just flat out lost. And then <laughs> we
3: found him in the spring, in the hay, and uh, the chickens ate his eyeballs. <gasps> oh no, God.
1: chickens are brutal though. They are. I, we
3: fed them baby mice one time that we found uh, in a bucket. Yeah,
1: they they eat snakes. I've never seen that before. Oh, like, oh yeah. when I grew I up that. on a chick, like we mm-hmm. had chickens on my hobby farm. It wasn't really a farm. But they ate a snake in front of me. I hated snakes. But I was playing, um, I was dribbling the basketball around, and there was a gardener snake that went by. And, you know, I'm like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. real back, because you don't as expect you do. that. Yeah, as you do. I as hate snakes do. with a passion. Mm-hmm. I hate them. And all these chickens just flock and ate it right there on the driveway. I was like, whoa. But sorry. That is uh, the cat. Uh,
0: cat.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was my other favorite one. Um. <laughs> Midnight. <laughs>
2: i'm sorry this is a really bad joke but is his name midnight because now he can't see
0: (laughs) no what
3: kind of i named him midnight before he got his eyeballs eaten he was a black cat you name him midnight as you do yeah i'm
2: just imagining you walking up and seeing his eyes just gone and being like well now all he sees is midnight let's name him midnight i'm not (laughs) heartless afterwards (laughs) <laughs> oh. You cruel human being.
1: Oh,
0: My no.
3: other one was named Tim. <laughs> Tim <laughs> And it was it was cold one winter. Oh no. And the warmest places uh where the cow previously laid. And so the cat just laid down. And then the cow laid down. <laughs> and uh Bloody Pancake number two. Bloody pancake. Yep.
0: <laughs> Death by God.
3: That was. You'd be surprised how many times that happens. It's.
0: Oh Wait, God. this has happened
1: more than once? Yeah. What? Not just to mine. I thought. Oh, has it happened multiple times on your farm?
3: Yeah. At least three, four times. It's the warmest spot in the barn.
0: You'd think they'd They're learn just,
3: from the previous generation, you know? Well, the previous generation's not around to tell them no.
0: That's true. And you're going to the a farm point. in the country. <laughs> is, uh,
1: you don't make it off the farm in the
0: country. <laughs> Tim.
1: Well, Tim the cat. He was a good cat. He was a good cat. Thank God for Tim. He made me laugh today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And then what about the one in the cornfield with the, the, the-, with the harvester? What was that was that? the first one. That was the first one? Yeah. Oh.
3: He ran through the hay and got turned into a bloody oh, pancake.
0: Okay.
3: Jeez. Mm. Bloody pancake cat.
2: That's so <laughs> sad. I'm <It> sorry. <laughs> I had to bury that guy. That's so sad. Wait, wait. But you th- didn't have to bury him?
3: Yeah, I had to bury him. Oh. Oh. Dad's like, I'll help you dig a hole. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said I had to bury
1: his favorite cat. <laughs> I say I knew about death at an early
0: age.
3: That was one time.
0: Oh, oh my okay.
1: God. Oh, my God. My lungs hurt. Oh, Jesus. Stubby.
0: <laughs> what else
3: are you going to name a cat with a stub leg? <laughs> I
0: don't know. You got to name it. Uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim. <laughs> no, Tim Midnight. had all of his
3: extremities. Okay. <laughs> Probably not anymore. Oh my god! You guys always give me shit about the six kittens, though. That's probably oh, the, oh yeah we yeah. won't talk about that. That's probably the worst one. You guys always give me shit. It was an accident. <laughs> we don't. The other guys do. I I give We laugh. At like do. some.
1: Okay, I don't give them ones on that. Yeah, you guys are mean.
0: Oh, mm, I God. get that a lot. It's just it's so
1: funny. Like I hate laughing. It's such a terrible mm-hmm. thing, but it makes me laugh. It's because of how habits. often it happens. Yeah, you know,
2: it happens like every other month And Isaiah's farm. It's, it's like how normal he makes it seem. <laughs> just like
3: it's how talking it about it. Most
1: families will have a cat for like 15 years. Yeah, They live for a while. Yeah, And you're just like, mm, new model, next year. It's going to have three <laughs> eyes. Yeah, these normally make
3: it like two years before they... Most of them disappear, okay, to be fair. They yeah. just disappear. So they're not, they don't all die horribly.
1: <laughs> that we know of. There's that probably a of. bobcat out there. <laughs> <laughs> Even, I don't well. Even well. Even <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know. Oh it's my so God. So unfortunate. It's for an unfortunate. <laughs> <soul>. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's need gonna... to breathe. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Are there any more? Like, what is? Because I know this is
3: so normal to you, but to us, it's like my—I mean, my brother's cat got cold in the winter and crawled underneath my cousin's truck.
2: (gasps) Okay, when I had cats, they did that too. They would like crawl up into the tires or by the motor because it was warm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that (laughs) happened.
2: Yeah, pretty
1: much. (laughs) Oh my god. We had one cat when I was growing up because I was allergic to cats. We found out pretty quick. Mm -hmm. But we had a barn cat that just stayed with us for a while. Okay. And I got like super attached to this barn cat. I think I named it something goofy. I can't (laughs) even remember the name of it. But we got like cat food and all that. And the thing just kept biting me. But I was convinced (laughs) that I could love it. (laughs) And I would just be like... You know, sniffing because I'm yeah. allergic. I had teary eyes, and then I get bit, and I'm like,
0: I love you. <laughs> Just a totally
1: abusive relationship between me and a cat. Oh
0: my <laughs> Hope's God. looking at
1: me like, God damn. It. <laughs> I was like seven. Also, I had a piano teacher that was from Wisconsin, but she pretended she was Polish. <laughs> Why? I don't know.
2: Her. Did she pretend well? No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't really care as a kid, but my yeah. mom was like, Yeah, she was crazy. And I was like, Why <laughs> didn't we leave earlier? <laughs> like, she's <laughs> obviously crazy. But yeah, she thought she would like pretend to be Polish, but she was from like the town next door. Please. So it was like, What? What's going on here? But she had a three-legged cat named Alabaster. <laughs> Alabaster. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to fucking torture that cat. Oh my Not goodness. like on purpose usually but it we there was the pianos were in the basement so Mm -hmm. you had to walk down these like really steep flight of stairs and there used to be like this little ledge above the railings you could put like pictures and stuff on and it worked perfectly because it was like steps for the cats and they weren't quite finished so about half of the staircase was done the rest wasn't and this one-legged cat would like jump down and if one time and this happened a couple of times I would come from outside down because I would flip with my sister. Each lesson was half an hour. So she'd do her half hour. I'd come in and I'd run in from outside. I'd come pounding down the stairs. And if that cat was on the stairs and heard me coming, it would jump straight up. But because it didn't have that, you know, that that extra leg, it would tip one way when it landed and it would roll off. Oh, my (laughs) God.
0: So I'd be... (laughs) (laughs) The thing would be
1: on the steps, like, trying to find its, like, bearings. (laughs) All the meanwhile, terrified for its life. Here comes this eight-year-old that has no consideration for its life. Just pounding (laughs) down the stairs. But yeah, Alabaster the cat.
2: (laughs) Alabaster. I I love it.
1: And then I had a a friend, Seth. He had a cat. I can't remember the cat's name, but it was a perfectly flat-faced cat. Oh, wow. And his dad (laughs) was a cop, and he was a pretty funny dude. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was. we were sitting at the dinner table at the end. We were younger middle schooler, middle school about. And to be funny, he picks up the cat. And he goes, Ben, do you want to know how rare this cat is? And I'm like, yeah, let's see it. What you got? And he just put it right up against the wall. And it's <laughs> made perfectly oh, fit God. on the wall. And he was like, doesn't even panic. I'm like, doesn't, doesn't even panic. Even panic. <laughs> I'm like, <"I>, Okay. <laughs> Just puts that thing right there. I'm like, wow. That's awesome. That cat that cat was a bastard because Seth also had a hedgehog. Oh. And the hedgehog would roll up yeah. like an old ball and the cat would just like bat it around.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, I shouldn't laugh, but it was funny to me yeah. at the time. I just laugh at horrible things. I don't know if it's coping or what. It's coping.
0: Just, there I was a
3: one of my coworkers, going back to what you were talking about, your piano teacher pretending she was Polish. Yeah. One of my coworkers was telling me about... Um, a kid in her school, like in her high school mm-hmm. and this kid pretended he w- or this kid was, was British. Like he was, he was English or whatever with like the accent and everything. Yeah. And he was valedictorian of their class. And like, I don't know if it was the only thing he said or if it was like the last thing he said, but he was basically like, by the way, I'm not actually British. So he pretended the entirety of high school that he was British and he wasn't actually.
0: Why the hell would you? Yeah,
3: I, that's what I said. And she was like, No, this kid got up there for his valedictorian speech and was like, You guys, you were pranked. I'm not actually British. And
1: everybody was like, What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I didn't move. Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine that's the prank is you work your ass off to be the valedictorian just to get the screw you, you got prank joke? Yeah, it's just it's like yeah. the Ashton Kutcher that went wrong. You know, those pranks. <laughs> it's just yeah. Stupid. It's like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> you could have done so many other things with your time. I know. Rather than try to perfect the way you say canary or something. Canary. He's a canary, bird. He's a canary, bird.
2: Mm. Goodness. <laughs> we
1: will now conduct this. <laughs> no, the rest I'm of this here try. podcast is going to be in a British accent, hope in a British.
3: Accent. That's
2: not happening for me. I'm no,
1: sorry. In, no, no, a British accent, hope.
2: <laughs> um, I don't want to offend anyone. No.
1: <laughs>
3: wrong, wrong.
1: You're on an Irishman's show. Look at <laughs> the flag. <laughs> I mean, well, That's a <laughs> bloody nice flag? Uh, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> this I'll is. These
1: it. are the moments where you know, our mutual friend from Scotland who's been brought up on the podcast before, or not Scotland, Northern Ireland, that he'll get offended at that. But that's okay. But old Alistair would appreciate that. But you couldn't even understand the thing he was saying. No. <laughs> you needed subtitles in real life to talk to him, and even his parents needed them times, for him. <laughs> there were times he would come into our room
3: after, like, a weekend of just drinking, and he'd come in super hungover. No, and he'd no. be like, what's up, Alistair? And he'd just... Say some weird thing, and you're like, I think they've been talking. you talking drugs. I have no idea what you just said, <laughs> but come on in, buddy. Lay <laughs> down. Usually, just lean in off. and hug to you. He'd just be like, You want a hug? He's like, Oh, you're already. He would do this thing every time I sat on the futon. You remember that? He would come
1: in and like try and rugby tackle me to the yeah. floor. I have a video of him dragging his uh, lower regions across the top of your head. He was, he's clothed. He's in shorts. But he tackled him funny, and Isaiah leaned forward yeah. on the couch. So when Alistair came in to hug oh, and tackle him, yep. he went over and ended up on his back. Mm-hmm. And then Isaiah tipped back, and his crotch was right on Isaiah's head
0: yep, and just dragged happened.
1: it back. And I had a video of the whole thing.
2: So it wasn't on purpose.
1: Not, not that... That wasn't yeah. the technique he okay. was going for. It wasn't the technique. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was there was repeats of it after that. But that would've
2: worried me a bit.
1: <laughs> I mean yeah, well. That nostalgia. guy. The funny thing is he's my he's my actual Irish twin. We were born exactly a year apart, same day, almost the exact same time. We- no way. Yes. We found no that out because remember the red light district picture? Yeah. It's him as a nine year old on Facebook because he doesn't use Facebook, but he just oh, used it for like messenger. Yep. So his picture was him as a nine year old. Isaiah's going to pull it up here. Yeah. And his profession is pimp in the red light district. And it's a nine year old. Oh my <laughs> and God. I saw, it. I saw his birthday was the same as mine. I was like, what? Hey, man, like mm-hmm. you were born and he's born exactly a year ahead of me. So, it was always kind of funny. That's why we always called each other Irish twins. Is it that one? No. um, Different one. Dang it. That's the one you guys took of his place. Because Isaiah just went to Ireland. Where? Where is that one? That picture? I'm sure it's on his Facebook. But, yeah. Isaiah, I was very impressed with your navigation skills. Because he actually navigated Northern Ireland. That was rough. Yeah. Because you guys took all buses.
3: Yeah. The buses were... It was kind of confusing because I'd never used like a bus table
1: before. Yeah. And reading that shit is, oh my God. Didn't you guys end up in Glasgow? I said that in a really Scottish way. No. But I'm sorry. Where'd you guys go? You went south, didn't you? We
3: went to, in Northern Ireland. And then we went from Northern Ireland to Letterkenny, obviously.
1: Clearly. <laughs>
3: Gotta go to Letterkenny.
1: <laughs> Letterkenny's in Canada.
3: Yeah, There's one in Ireland. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> so we went there. Pitter-patter, let's Let's get get at at her.
2: Oh, my (laughs) goodness.
1: You heard it, Tenply. It's a way of life. It is a way of life. Fucking
3: Tilly, bud. Fucking Tilly. (laughs) But uh, we went from there to, from Letterkenny, we went to, I want to say Galway. I'm pretty sure. Galway.
1: Okay. I well, you guys like that's were flying not right. through there. You guys were there, for what, two weeks? Two
3: weeks, yep. We and spayed, you guys moved every day. We spayed, blah, blah, blah. stayed seven days with Alistair. And then um, seven days we went down the the southern part. So went to Letterkenny, and from Letterkenny to Galway for two days. And then from Galway to Killarney, Killarney to Cork, Cork to Dublin. Jeez. I'm forgetting one.
1: Well, that's a hell of a trip already. the heck
3: am I forgetting?
1: I love saying just those those names. You, really, Kark. though. Cork is Cork. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kalarni. What the heck? I For some reason, I can't remember it. I don't know. That's fine, dude. Don't worry about that. I forgot where we went already. Well, it was a long trip. Well, it was Did a you know? fast trip, I should say.
3: Alistair's dog has an Instagram page. <laughs> Alistair's... And I think I think if I remember correctly, it has more followers than Alistair. <laughs> so uh,
2: okay, but honestly, I'd follow a dog's Instagram page. This dog
3: takes fire pictures. So my aunt
1: has a has an Instagram page for her dogs. I She's love that. She's got two pomeranian Maltese dogs. The two that little makes white me dogs. me so happy. Oh, they're demons, but I love <laughs> them. They're family. Uh, yeah, they're family. But my God, they're funny. There, <laughs> there's always something going on with those two dogs. And then I got, you. I think you met my dog when I was here. John's sometimes in the studio.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. he was
1: there. Um, he, he did a podcast with me. I did. I had John John really? come in and do a podcast oh. for when we were in pre-production over yeah. the summer. And he was just like laying at my feet the whole time. And there's, I think there's a picture of him that I took or my brother took.
3: You'll have to look through. I'm not sure which one
1: it is. You, oh, you okay? Yeah. Oh, he just hit his head right there um <laughs> just a bit just, just a bit, a bit. <laughs> no but i put headphones on john john like, yeah and just had him kind of propped up at the table and i took a picture of him somewhere i don't know where that picture is right now but i should find that again because that's the best recording buddy is my dog because so he doesn't bark <laughs> yeah so he just kind of like chills out and looks for love mm. so he'll go around the table if i have like a full i have a full crew there so we mm-hmm. will have four people to five people He'll just work his way around the table and find as much love as he can get. It's like the perfect situation for him. Yeah. So. Now you give me all these pictures.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure where it is in there, but it, it could be one of those.
1: I'll have to, sh- maybe I'll show you it here. Um, but Yeah. This I, is it. That's the one? This is it, one? right here. Yeah. <laughs> it says, in the caption it goes, what's your occupation? It says, red light district pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and so I found out we were born exactly a year apart, almost down to the time. Like, Jeez. almost down to the exact time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always called him my Irish brother.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: Let me see if I can find his dog's Instagram. Please, we'll
3: end his on that. His
2: dog's
0: Instagram. Let's
1: end on that. Let's see. <laughs> I'm sure he's got more followers than me. There it is. This, <laughs> this dog takes some fire pictures. <laughs> like...
3: Like, look how we well go from he killing posts. cats
0: to <laughs> I love dogs. Over dogs.
3: <laughs> it's a beautiful dog. It's a beautiful dog.
1: That is such a nice I love that, it. Let me see. It's a cocker spaniel. Cock, yes. Oh, I, it just says woof as the caption. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> look how many
3: followers he has.
1: Oh my God, it's got over a thousand likes? Yeah. How many followers? I think it's
3: like 10,000. Like 10 point That's something.
2: That's way a lot.
3: K. Yeah. Bentley the Working Cocker. Give him a follow. Bentley
2: the Working Cocker? It literally
1: says Working Cocker Spaniel, Northern Ireland. Ball is life with a tennis racket.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. This this dog takes some
3: fire pictures. Dude.
2: Does, Does Alistair run it? Like not Instagram
3: I'm, page? I'm sure he does, but I don't know.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh
1: are you? Goodness. No, he he can't possibly run this. Well, I don't know who <laughs> does that. He can't possibly. I bet you it's one of his friends. I bet it's either his friends or I think he's got a couple sisters too that probably yeah. do this. Yeah, he's got two. Alistair is not this creative to get 10,000 likes. <laughs> I love <laughs> him to death. He's my brother. He's creative yeah. in different yeah. ways, but he is not a, a poster. He mm-hmm. doesn't like, he wasn't into Instagram or anything like that. He was very mellow. He was more of a live in the moment kind of guy, yeah. which was appreciated. You know, I could appreciate that. Yeah, send that to Hope. Hope will really give us an idea of how cute this dog is.
0: Oh, oh my god! <laughs> there you go, folks. Oh That's goodness, all you need. Look at his little face.
3: I can't believe that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know, right? Neither did I until one of his friends is like, "That dog's got so many followers," oh and I was my like,
1: "God, what?" <laughs> It's like you gotta give him a follow. I'm I'm speechless, dude. That's insane. Wow! Shout out to Bentley.
2: <laughs> I really want this dog.
1: Whoa! Oh, you can't go Alistair's around kidnapping dog. him.
2: I can. You can give Don't him. It's a just follow. frowned upon. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw this well. Toss it. Toss it. What a toss! I told you. I told you. I'm not gonna throw it well. <laughs> oh
3: my god. My phone's probably broken now. <laughs> Well,
2: I, think that's,
1: I think that's it then. I
2: can't I, pay for it. No,
1: I think that's it. Great. Right. <laughs> Just great. Right. Oh my God. Well, I think we'll end it there. Any closing remarks from you guys?
3: Hobos me a new phone.
2: Hobos. <laughs> I can't pay for your new phone. But um, I'm very happy about that dog. That dog makes me happy. that
1: that is amazing. Yeah. I have to do some more research on this dog. I I'm can't go believe he's gone this far without telling us. I know, right? There's always something. There's
0: always
2: something. There's always
1: something, There's always something going on. I swear <laughs> to God. I mean, no, ugh. for real though. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Well, one of these days we'll get you on as uh, a true star where you get your own. And I wanted to talk to you about something on yourself. You're coming back on here pretty quick, I yeah. believe. Hope um, we're still kind of figuring out what we're going to talk about because mm-hmm. we had a couple of ideas and we're just seeing where to start. So I know this was kind of impromptu. I know that, that I was, was just best. like, "Yeah, you just come in, we'll see what happens." And
0: exactly.
1: I'm happy we did. It was just nice to spend the evening with you guys. I kind of learned something new. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. I don't think I've laughed that hard. <laughs> oh my god, my chest is still like vibrating from mm-hmm. how many times I've laughed on how many. That, It's like Happy Death Day at your farm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And now we have Bentley the dog, who we hope to be a sponsor of the show. Mm -hmm. Send us some love, Bentley. Hell yeah. And with that, if you want to get in contact with the show, as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Ben Griffin Podcast. Otherwise, feel free to email the show at bengriffinpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for reaching out. We appreciate everything you guys do, especially listening, because let's be honest, you can't see us. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. It is true. But with that hope, Isaiah, thank you for joining me tonight. I know you put up with some shit, but it's fun to have you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Have a nice day. Thanks for listening.
3: Peace.